Welcome to the Upside Up Podcast on this episode. Yeah, this uh, episode is being vlogged, right? Vlog, that's the right vlogged, terminology. That's, that's the right terminology. Yeah. Yes. yeah, so I just kind of wanted to talk about a song. The, the lyrics just really stood out to me, and I thought that it could be an interesting topic here on the show. It said, this past summer, shirts got a lot more adventurous with bold prints and camp colors. What are camp colors? Camp, camp collars. What are camp collars? Socks are meant to be worn under your blue jeans. So I don't understand the emphasis of socks. That was the most Garrett statement <laughs> I've ever heard. And now, here's your host, Jeremy Neus and Garrett Horn. Good morning, good afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> I liked that. Good evening, good afternoon, or good morning. Welcome to the Upside Up Podcast, my friends. My name is Jeremy Neus, and I'm joined by the loudest yeller at the TV when an Alabama football game is being played, Garrett Horn. How are you, my friend? I agree with your assessment. Yeah, I you, do too. You witnessed it the other night. I did. We watched the game together this weekend, and wow, we. What about when Minka intercepted that pass? What did I do? You jumped Del up. Delmar, too. I know, I know. Let me back up from the mic to say what you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what you did. It was, uh, it was something. All right. Uh, well, welcome to the 22nd episode of the show, guys. Uh, we're really excited to bring you some more entertainment. Today on the show, we're going to talk about a deeper talk topic, and I really don't know what else to word it, uh, how else to, to name it, I guess, than that. I mean, we're just going to talk about some deep stuff. But Call it rolling in the deep. Rolling in the deep. We'll call <laughs> it that. Uh, then we'll have the Clash of the Wits, and this week, Stephen will not, um, let's see, we won't have any recording. Garrett's going to bring us Stephen's joke. Justin uh, is... Uh, his wife is having a baby. Uh, if she's hasn't already had him, you know, sometime here in the coming days, um, and uh, so we don't really have a we don't have a joke from him due to those circumstances. Then we'll talk about men's fashion, as weird as that is. I, that I have no comment that. on that. On the men's fashion, yeah. Anyway, and then we'll talk about listener questions and a compelling contemplation. But before we begin, it's time for the upside up headlines. Uh, our sincerest apologies is the first uh, headline of the day, and that is because we said that we would do an episode a month. We did one episode, and then we skipped a month. So we're pretty, we're, we're pretty terrible uh, entertainers. But that, <laughs> that's just due to the fact that uh, I've been really busy. I've been on my first clinical rotation as a physical therapist assistant and simply did not have the time to do it. And when I did have the time, very seldom that I did, you know, you're married, so I'm married and playing softball. Yeah, that's right. And winning in softball for once. Yeah, that's that's a change. No thanks to Jeremy. That's right. I'm not playing. But uh, anyway, so we're, we apologize for that. There's a chance we might try to fit two in in October, um, but uh, if we do not, you know, we'll try to make it up to you some way somehow. Over to you, Garrett. Yeah, this uh, episode is being vlogged. Right? Vlog, that's the right Vlogged. terminology. That's, that's the right terminology. Yes. It's being vlogged, and you can find it on YouTube in the coming months to three years. That's right. No, probably in the coming <laughs> weeks. But, uh, yeah, I'll try to throw that together pretty soon. I, I imagine it'll be out pretty soon after the episode is. Um, but, yeah, it's being vlogged. No, really, he's going to throw it together. <laughs> probably. Yeah, I'm going to throw audio and video files. I'm going to find a way. That's amazing. Yeah, put them on a USB stick. Um, 
then the last headline is the possibility of some new merchandise, if we can call it that, um, that, that might be coming out soon. That's a very vague um, tease, but, you know, just, you know, keep your interest, I Ooh. suppose. That's right. That's right. All right. So with those out of the way, um, yeah, so I just kind of wanted to talk about a, uh, a song that I sang at a singing um, with, with people at, uh, at church, and it was over at Stephen's house, actually. And it's in the Psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, uh, a psalm book. And the the lyrics just really stood out to me. And I thought that it could be an interesting topic here on the show. Um, so I'm going to read those lyrics um, verse by verse, and we'll just kind of talk about them. This song is uh, number 370 in the Psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs songbook. Um, and the first verse reads this way. My God, I thank you, for you have made the earth so bright, so full of splendor and of joy beauty and light so many glorious things are here noble and right so you know that that verse is really just talking about the the creative power of god and how beautiful it is and as the the seasons change here in, in the fall months uh, you that's completely evident is it not mm-hmm. yeah. I, I absolutely love fall because of all the colors and the leaves and everything and uh, it's so noble and right as it says i just wish it would start to feel like fall yeah, no kidding. Yeah, it's been pretty warm here in North Alabama for October. But uh, yeah, so that 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 verse uh, is is beautiful in in what it has to say. The second verse reads this way: "I thank you more than all our joy." Uh, let me read that again. I thank you more that all our joy is touched with pain, that shadows fall on brightest hours, that thorns remain. So that the earth's bliss may be our guide and not our chain. That That's really the, one of the verses that really stood out to me personally. Wow. That, I mean, that is so accurate and something that we don't want to think about as humans. We want to think about everything being all hunky-dory and beautiful, but the, there really is blessing in pain. Mm-hmm. And uh, so... Well, I think that's the thing that people miss um you know about the scripture i mean there's a lot of passages about you know you become stronger through suffering um you know this isn't directly related but you're you are to rejoice when you're persecuted right Um, sure and that's a form of suffering um yeah but i i completely concur we had that conversation a while back about the passage in ecclesiastes talking about weeping and how there's benefit to to weeping and uh the song goes on to talk about more of why that why suffering is important for us but i don't know that's just so beautiful that this writer is thanking god more so than thanking him for the beautiful things he's more so thanking them thanking god that our joy is touched with pain Mm -hmm. Uh, isn't it so disappointing to us don't don't we get uh so upset when something wonderful is going on and then it's ruined in some way or when our plans are changed that's that's a that's a good one right there (laughs) humans hate for their plans to be changed especially changed for the worst and this person uh has the wisdom and the uh and the insight to to realize that that there's uh great value in that and thanking god for that so it's really powerful to me that shadows fall on brightest hours Uh, i just love that verse it's uh, quite the challenge for me to to uh, think about. 
Were you going to say something? Yeah, and and I just want to say the the music to this song is really adds to it. Not oh, that it does. the music is the most important thing because it's not, but um, I think that music is really important. Sure. Um, in in how we feel about songs, and you know the, the whoever arranged the music for that is was was very talented. Yeah, and did a really good job. No kidding. I, I may have been saying that uh, uh he wrote this. I think it was actually. Ri- uh, written by a lady and I, I have a date here at the bottom it's 1884 so i mean they were living in quite different times so uh in society but these things transcend society verse three reads this way i thank you lord that you have kept the best in store we have enough yet not too much to long for more a yearning for a deeper peace not known before uh that is that's that's quite challenging uh to me as well to to long for something more um than what we see before us i mean obviously we will look for a place where there isn't pain and i think that that's really what this song is talking about is learning to train our minds to to yearn for something that is completely different and so much better than this and to appreciate the the pain because it makes us think of heaven so Uh, verse four reads this way i thank you lord that here our souls though amply blessed can never find although they seek a perfect rest a perfect rest excuse me nor shall ever until they lean on jesus breast that is a and that's quite uh, that is a great exclamation point there to the end of the song um we all had a thought there it's probably my favorite verse of the song verse thir- verse 4. Yeah. I I really just like verse verse 2 personally, but um if I had to choose a a favorite, but that can it says that our souls can never find although they seek a perfect rest. And isn't that what you see mm-hmm. everywhere in like the it. world? Yeah, is everybody just searching and searching for something perfect and they completely miss it. And you know, like if I could just have money, if I could have this job, if I could marry this person, if I could have this house, uh, if I could be famous, if I could play sports, whatever, I'd be peaceful. But then you look at the people who have everything that they always want, and they're some of the worst people to be around in life. You mm-hmm. know, so I don't know. I just I think that that's a really powerful song. If you uh, if you have the chance to uh, to sing it or to hear it sung. It's beautiful, as Garrett was talking about, with the the beautiful music that's arranged with it. And you you said it right. The music's got to match it, because if it if it doesn't, you completely you can you can completely miss the meaning. But uh, it's it's a beautiful beautiful song. And I, you know, this world we talk about suffering, and a lot of people a lot of people want to say that why does God allow us to suffer if we're uh, you know, if he created all of this and and is in control of all of it, why does he allow us to suffer? And that's a can of worms in and of itself just to talk about here in just a few minutes. But really, we brought the suffering. God didn't. You know, this is he had a he had a creation that was good and we we messed it up. So anything you wanted to add, Garrett? Well, and like we mentioned, I mean, um, God can use suffering to make us better Christians. Right, um, sure. Even maybe, I mean, I, we don't know this, but I mean, just maybe um, something that happens to someone sees that they need 
God, and so they it it helps them turn to Him. So, sure, sure. Um, there is we're we're not we weren't put here. Well, once once man sinned, we're not here. We need we need um, salvation now. We're lost, and so that's why suffering exists. Right, so. right, yeah. Yeah, I got what you mean. Kind of a hard way of putting that, but <laughs> uh, no, it's all good. But yeah, yeah, we uh, we need that suffering in life to see that, as the song saying, there's something mm-hmm. better. And I don't know, it's just a beautiful prayer in in the uh, in the way of a hymn to to say all that. It says it so much um, more beautifully, more poetically than I could ever say it. So I guess we'll just let it talk for itself. But anything else you want to say on that? Yeah, on a slightly uh, lighter note, did you know uh, who the Rechabites were? Yeah. Last night in Stephen's sermon. Yeah, so Stephen talked about the Rechabites, and uh, we're not going to tell you who they are. You have to look it up. That's right. In uh, Jeremiah thirty-five, he talks about them. You just told him where it was. I told him where it was. I didn't tell him who they are. Oh, well, I was going to make him look. Oh, okay, all right. Well, yeah, I tell you what, if you uh, have some time, go onto the Pepper Road website and just listen to the past, you know, couple like past month of Stephen's preaching. Wow. I mean, you know, he's just a man, but he is he has uh talked about some serious wisdom uh there on uh, in the pulpit and it's been very beneficial for me to hear. I <laughs> I was telling uh who was I saying this to? Maybe it was Emma Russell, his uh his daughter, that every time he gets up and preaches, I think of another topic off of what he's talking about for the podcast. <laughs> I'm like, you know, we could talk about that and well, he just said everything and said it so much better than I could, so but, so, so you didn't know who they were, though? Um, I had heard it before, and maybe it was him that said it, but I don't know if I had, if, I don't know if I did. No. I, I had actually, it was funny, I had actually heard a very similar lesson from Bob Waldron at Eastside. Yeah. I don't know if it was in a, a class or if he taught from the pulpit, but, like, it was the same premise and yeah. everything. And he's like, and he, he mentioned that, that he heard it from Bob, Bob Waldron, yeah. so. Yeah, good stuff there, uh. If you don't know who uh, Bob Waldron is, you know, you need to you need to know. You need to figure it out. Yeah, you need to find out. He, amazing person. We just had two mic inadvertent hits on both of <laughs> us. That was that was impressive. All right, so the Clash of the Wits this week. Uh, you're going to be reading off the joke, but first let's hit that music. All right, so... Uh, Go ahead with Stephen's joke there. Before you do, I just remembered uh, we're tied seven seven uh, here in the competition that we've been having in in our clash here. Uh, Stephen, I'm sorry, Justin tied it up last week, and there you go. Didn't even have ju- a joke from Justin, and I still mixed up their names. <laughs> Tell me how that's possible. All right, go ahead. I was talking to a farmer the other day about how much he loves John Deere equipment. He says they make great equipment, but he was a little frustrated about the manure spreader he had just bought. He said he only he said he found out it was the only piece of equipment they wouldn't stand behind. That is horrible. Oh man. <laughs> I feel sorry for Justin because that was an easy win. <laughs> that was so corny. Wow. All right. Well, thanks, Stephen. For Steve, th- Stephen sent me this joke, and I didn't know it was coming. Yeah. And then. He sent another message that said, "That's the joke, by the way." <laughs> like he was just ra- like he would just randomly text me that. <laughs> that is so funny. Uh, it's funny if I'm like, "Oh, okay, thanks." <laughs> Before he, <laughs> yeah, that is so funny. 
Oh, the, uh, Steven's, Steven's got quite the sense of humor. <laughs> All right, so uh, again, we're tied 7-7. Thank you, Stephen, for taking the time to text that to Garrett, and uh, thank you for reading that, Garrett. All right. Oh, you're welcome. No problem, man. All right, well, I appreciate it so much. <laughs> so we're going to talk about men's fashion. Let me give you a quick back backstory here. I talked to... I was trying to come up with a second topic for the show. As you might know, we... Uh, or have figured out we kind of have a deeper topic and then a lighthearted topic each episode for the two uh, major segments that's kind of how the show's evolved and i came up with a deep topic pretty easily um just just you know living life these things pop into my head and i was like okay so what's something fun and lighthearted we can come up with what's something really creative we can come up with and uh i couldn't come up with anything i really couldn't and uh I was looking through topics I had written down on my phone uh, for for the podcast and couldn't find anything. So I went up to Katie after church last night, and I was like, so, I need a topic for the show. And she was bouncing some ideas off of me, and she said, what about men's fashion? That could be funny. I was like, okay. So, so that's what we're doing. I have very little to add here. Yeah, that's right. Garrett, um, to say... To say the least, he is not a uh, uh, fashion buff in any way. And, I, you know, I appreciate it. But that. I look good anyway. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm go. fully kidding. Because <laughs> Amber get, picks out your clothes. No, uh, sometimes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, we have a, a joke at church. When I see Garrett wearing a tie, I ask him if he's doing the Lord's Supper or leading singing. And, uh, you know, 90% of the time, I'm right. But last time, you were not right. Last time, mm. I wasn't. Own it. I was not right last time. Are you happy? <laughs> yes. All right. So, um, but I kind of, I don't know. I, I, I don't really know why, but I've always enjoyed um, trying to look fashionable and trying new things in my fashion. I hate saying that word. It sounds so. You feminine. don't sound very manly right yeah, now. Yeah, I know it. I know it. But, you know, I kind of wear crazy socks and I, I've, I've worn a lot of the things that I'm going to, uh, I'm going to mention here and ask Garrett if he's worn, haven't worn, or uh, would wear. Uh, but before we get into that, I want to I want to make fun of a website here. I was uh, preparing for the show last night when I got home from church, and I was I just went on Google and I did like men's fashion, and one of the things that popped up was men's fashion for fall seventeen or something like oh that. Oh my! So I was like, this is this is gold. So uh, I'm not going to say that say the website's name but it's like 10 things you need to uh know about fall 17 men's fashion something like that oh here it is the the 10 men's wear trends you need to know for fall 2017 my manliness is taking a hit right now (laughs) and the number one thing is quilted jackets i don't know what that is (laughs) i'll show you a picture this is a quilted jacket Oh, that's not too bad. No, it's it's not too bad, but it sounds sounds terrible. Sounds awful. Not to be outdone, fur and uh, shirling collars. Mm -mm. Fur collars on a jacket. Won't catch me in that. Uh, Yeah. Nope. Oh, man. (laughs) The next one, he's looking ahead. Graphic knitwear. So, you know, like a sweater with graphics on it. And the one that they show, it says loved, loved, love all over it. Oh dear, it's hilarious. Wool loved uh, sweater, $980 by Gucci. Gucci? Gucci. Wider leg trousers. <laughs> what? What are those? It's just instead of the tighter pants, you got wider legs. I guess I have these. I have wide legs. I I think it means at the <laughs> bottom, but I don't I don't know. 
more adventurous suiting. And f- this is something I saw uh, all over the place. Was it's trendy now no, to j- wear different color suits? Now y'all y'all can't y'all can't see the pictures, but the person in this picture is pretty much the least manliest person <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I mean, he's got a hand on the hip. Yeah, I know. And he's wearing his he's wearing like his Converse pa- or something his, without his socks. His pants are too short, and he has no socks on. And, and this, this is a website about style. Oh, and that that suit he's wearing that's probably worth that probably costs about thirty dollars to make is eighteen hundred ninety five dollars. I mean, what is this? By Burberry dot com. That is so funny. I and can't get over his. He's not wearing socks. I mean, it's it's fall. <laughs> he's gonna get cold. <laughs> Katie, you picked a good topic. This is hilarious. Um, statements uh, on T-shirts. Apparently, there's always been uh, statement clothing, but this fall you're going to see a lot of statements on clothing. Ooh. Oh, they, because of anti-Trump, I'm sure. Yeah, there you go. Seventy-two dollar T-shirt from UnionLosAngeles.com. What does this mean? Choose. You can't see the shirt, but it's got a. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea what that thing's trying to advocate. Well, the next one, oversized proportions. This is straight out of Justin Bieber. Uh, it's a it's a humongous sweatshirt that looks like a dress. Hey, that's got a dragon on it. That's pretty cool. Is that a dragon, right? I. It could be a reindeer with a nose ring. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's got a, a white and blue square. All yours for only $775. That's right, by J.W. Anderson. Farfetch.com. Uh, the next one is turtleneck sweaters. Because what? Hey, I like turtlenecks now. I wear a turtleneck. That is hilarious. I hate turtlenecks. It, they're nice and warm. I hate them. First of all, I think that they're pretty ugly. Second of all, I hate them. Well, you look, you're not up to date on your fall fashion trend. It says right here that you need to wear turtlenecks this fall. <laughs> and then eighties and nineties nostalgia. I mean, who doesn't like that? Tommy Hilfiger making a comeback. That's right. That's right. And then the silk shirts. And you should see this. Wow, you should see. The T-shirt. I mean, the sh- the shirt on this. It looks like a pajama shirt style. It's uh, but from it's Hawaii. Hawaii. But it's got a Hawaiian. Oh, it's only nine hundred ninety-five dollars. Wow. Anyway, so I uh, wouldn't pay five for this shirt. <laughs> I, you probably couldn't pay me to take this shirt. <laughs> I mean, you could take. You could pay me for me to take it, but I would never wear it. You could. How pay- would you wear this in the fall? I mean, it'd be cold. I don't know. Well, Maybe if you're in Los Angeles. It said, this past summer, shirts got a lot more adventurous with bold prints and camp colors. What are camp colors? Camp, camp collars. collars. What are camp collars? I have no idea. Oh. Let's let's get our uh, our intern to look that up. What's a camp collar, uh, Caleb? Intern Caleb. <laughs> He's going to look it up. But He's an intern because we can't pay him. Expect that trend to continue into the fall with silk shirts. They'll be especially useful when you're looking for ways to liven up your tailoring. What are you talking about? Who has money to do these things? That's a $995 shirt. It's a $995 piece of junk. It sure is. You put a name beside it and it'll it'll do anything. A camp collar. Let's see. Not long ago, camp collars were the butt of the joke. Reserved for bowling shirts and aloha prints. Oh. Rather than the streets for uh, whatever this whatever this is, this is just a bunch of junk. But it's it's kind of the shirts with the um, where where there's not a top button uh, on the with with like a button up. There's not a top button and it just lays flat. 
That's what it is. Anyway, so that that was hilarious. So I what thought. would I buy of this if I had all the money in the world? Uh, none. If you, ha- I would buy the '80s, '90s nostalgia. I mean, that's not ugly. It's it's dated, but it just looks like I shopped at Goodwill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe the Tommy Hill figure. That's the cheapest thing on here. It's only one hundred fifty dollars for an out of style jacket. I mean, you can beat that. You'd wear the turtleneck sweater. I would, but I wouldn't pay two hundred fifty dollars for it. Well, I'm not. It's just I, green. It's just a green shirt that has a long, that has a little bit longer neck to it. I know, I know. It's hilarious. It's a uh, is Dundee a good brand? You're the expert on brands. Is Dundee a good brand? I don't know that brand. I have no idea. Uh, I know Gucci. Yeah, Gucci's the rapper, right? He's a rapper. Yeah, there is a rapper. Gucci Mane. Gucci. I know he's named Gucci. I don't listen to rap, by the way. I just have to know that. So. Okay. All right. <laughs> no confusion there. <laughs> yeah. I'd probably wear the quilted jacket, but I wouldn't pay $168 for it. It's by Calvin Klein, so of course you're going to have to pay an arm and a leg. What about J.W. Anderson? They have the dragon sweater and the random patches. <laughs> it looks random. like the shirt got ripped, and then they just patched it up. Oh, look, Whatever we got some fabric find. over here. <laughs> Whatever they could find. So if you want to see these things that we're talking about, you can search on Google the 10 menswear trends you need to know for fall, and it should come up. I'm not going to trash the website, but uh, you can go and you can go and look at that on your own time. I want to know what they're protesting in this T-shirt. It says I, choose. I kind of do too, but maybe it's – surely it's not choose life, right? Surely not. Hey, that'd be good. I'd buy that shirt. Yeah, but surely not. You know. <laughs> All right, not in today's society. So I thought that that website was funny. And I thought we'd I'd show it to you. All right, so we're gonna play a game. If tell me if you have worn these items. Okay. Haven't, or and if you haven't worn it, would you wear it? Okay? What if I don't know what it is? What if you don't know what it is? I'll describe it to you. Okay. All right. So the first one is a cufflink. Have you ever worn a cufflink? No. I haven't either. Would you wear one? What would be the occasion? Um, uh, if I'm going on TV? If you're going on TV, would I you? I would wear it on TV. Would you? <laughs> you get your eyes lit up. I'd wear it on TV. <laughs> would you wear it to like a wedding? Well, I was in a wedding, my own wedding, and I did not wear them. But would you? If some, if the groomsman asked me to. I mean, if the if the groom asked me to, I'd be like, are you paying for them? Yeah. <laughs> I'm only going to wear these one time. Yeah, that's right. You have to have a special shirt for them. That's what frustrates me so much. You have to have a shirt that you can wear cufflinks with. Or or maybe you can buy the things that go over. Didn't Rashad Carswell have bat- Batman cufflinks? Yeah. I'd wear those. You'd wear Spider-Man ones. I'd wear all Spider-Man. Day, all day I'd wear long. Batman ones, too. Yeah. I prefer Spider-Man I don't, ones. I've never worn cufflinks. That's one of the few items on here I haven't worn. Um, cardigan. You know what a cardigan is? Yes, I've never worn a cardigan. No, I would not wear a cardigan. I have currently. I have at least three. I may have four. What What makes you like cardigan so much? I don't. I I just think that they look nice. It's just a sweater. I mean, it's just a sweater with buttons. I don't understand why it's. You so, think it's manly? I don't think it's not manly. I think it's an article of clothing. No, I don't think it's not manly. I just not really my style. Yeah. That's fair enough. I think that they're super warm, and it's like wearing a. It's kind of like wearing a sweatshirt, but for a fancier occasion. And I don't know. The buttons just make me happy. All right. Uh, would you wear a bow tie, or have you worn a? bow yeah, tie? Yeah, I wore a bow tie at my wedding. Was it a tied bow tie? It was pre-tied. Pre-tied. Would you wear? Uh, would you wear one again? Yes. All right. I'm gonna have to teach you. Bow ties to, are classy. They are classy. You need to learn how to tie one. That's that's really cool. Nah. Yeah, it is. All right. Uh, what about a knit tie? You know what a knit nope. tie is? Uh, yes, but I've never worn one. 
Would you wear one? I could see you in a knit tie, quite honestly. I get. See, I mean, I guess if the occasion called for it. But I'm would not, you wear one? Would you wear one to church on a Sunday that you're not doing something? I'm not anti knit ties. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Good enough. Crazy socks. No. You have not worn them, or you wouldn't wear them. Not that I know of. You haven't worn them. Would you wear them? Again. Socks are meant to be worn under your blue jeans. So I don't understand the emphasis of socks. That was the most Garrett statement <laughs> I've ever heard. They're supposed to be worn under your blue jeans. I just don't get the point. Maybe if you're at home with your wife or something, you're like, I'm wearing funny socks. <laughs> or something like that. Okay, so I know what Amber can look forward to. <laughs> All right. Uh, have you ever worn a scarf for, um, like... No, you you haven't worn a scarf a scarf at all. Like uh, maybe to go play out in the snow. I'm talking about like just around town. No, would you wear one? I don't think so. I have two. It's scarves. an unnecessary accessory that doesn't really do much. That's fair enough, but I like them. I just think they're stylish. I don't know. I've worn them. You can judge me. That's fine. Uh, have you ever worn suspenders? And my wedding, yes. Bef- any any other time? Um, moms like to put suspenders on boys. Have you noticed that? I don't really I know why that is. I don't remember if I wore them in another wedding as in or not. I've, I've probably worn them another time. Suspenders aren't. I don't wear them as a fashion statement. They just hold up my pants <laughs> over my jacket <laughs> instead of a belt. Instead of a belt. That's the key. Instead of a belt. What if I wore suspenders and a belt? Would I that w- confuse you? It would, it would You'd com- be like, what? what? <laughs> no, I wouldn't be quite like that, but I would say something along the lines of, is there something I need to know about? Or is there is there a pantsing guy going through the street? <laughs> just, you're really concerned about it. Uh, no, but I like suspenders. I have a pair. Uh, but my issue, I'm just going to get real vulnerable right now. My <laughs> issue with suspenders and why I don't wear them often is because I have an itty bitty waist and really long we- legs, and <laughs> I can't find pants that don't that fit in my waist, and so I have to. So they would literally be holding my pants up, and that's a risk I'm not willing to take. <laughs> so there you go. Okay. I have very few pants that have, that uh, actually fit. You gotta my tighten waist. that belt on up. I do. You know, cinch it tight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, uh, a cowboy belt. Would you have you worn a cowboy belt? I'm talking one with a buckle. No. Would you wear one? I'm not anti cowboy belts, but I can't think of an occasion where I would ever wear one intentionally. What if you? You've worn a cowboy belt? I have not. Okay, (laughs) I was like, I can't see you wearing a cowboy belt. (laughs) My dad has one. Oh, I can't see that either. I can't. I couldn't either, and then I saw it. Yeah. (laughs) No, I uh, actually he looks pretty good in a cowboy. I was surprised. Does he wear a cowboy hat? Um, does he have a hat? He does have a hat. Does he have a horse? Apparently he said, Caleb says he has a hat. I don't remember him <laughs> having a hat. Maybe, I don't, I don't know, maybe he does. He doesn't have a horse, but I know he has cowboy boots and he loves those. He wears them to Sunday almost every day. He is a cowboy. It, he's a cowboy at heart. You should have been a cowboy. I should have been <laughs> a cowboy. <laughs> All right, uh, cowboy boots. Have you ever worn uh, I think when I was a kid, I wore yeah. Them. That's another thing moms like to put on children. Moms like to put suspenders and cowboy boots <laughs> on children. Why or on their little boys? Why I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's just easy. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Well, boy, little boys like being a cowboy. They probably don't like suspenders, but they like cowboys. Yeah, fair I, enough. I like cowboys. I didn't put this one on here, but overalls. 
Oh yeah, we're overalls growing up. That's another thing when uh, moms like to put on. I like my overalls. I wouldn't wear them now, but but I liked my overalls now. I hated overalls. I, there may have been They're a time so that I liked them when I was little, but I, John Mark likes them. He loves them. I just I do not like. I don't like them at all. I feel I feel like I I'm one piece and I can't you know I can't. I don't know. I just feel trapped. All right. All right. I feel trapped. That's what it is. <laughs> I feel trapped. I'm trapped, mommy. <laughs> um, would you wear a fedora? No. I know you haven't worn a fedora. There's no question here, but you wouldn't wear one? No. I haven't worn a fedora either. Those are just some that popped into my head. Do you have any other uh, men's fashionable things that you that you can think of? Nope. Yeah, I can't, I can't think of any. Those are just some that I just typed up and i was like you know yeah, here we go you ever wore a tie clip tie clip yes yeah i'm a tie clip guy yes i like tie clips you are anyway so that was a fun topic i thought that was funny thank you katie for uh for uh, suggesting that and you know thanks jeremy for getting it together uh, you rock katie you rock <laughs> that's right all right so let's hit up these listener questions gable duke he asked this oh dear uh, this was last episode. Excuse me. Uh, mm. I, I forgot to replace his, and I, it says this one's for Amber. What do you think of Garrett's fish tank? <laughs> she loves it. Yeah, we already answered that question, but Gable Duke did give us a question in audio form this time. What has it got in its nasty little pockets? That was way too realistic. <laughs> yes, it was. That was really good. So I'll just take you behind the scenes here. We just had technical difficulty. Garrett gave me some absolute gold, audio <laughs> gold there. And uh, he, what did you say? You were confused as to whether or not what Gable was talking about. You're like, oh, I, I, th- I think it's the ring. Yeah. I was like, He's asking what you've got in your pocket, not what is in his pocket. But you said, in his pocketses. And I said, he's asking about what's in his filthy little pocketses. <laughs> I hate that we lost that audio, but anyway, that was really Oh, you fun. just had to be here. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Anyway, so I don't have anything in my pockets right now. Um, but usually, when I go out of the house, I will have my keys in my right pocket, phone in my left pocket, and I will have my wallet in my back right pocket. Very organized. Yeah, every time. Same same organization. What do you have in yours? I've got wallet and candy wrappers. Okay. <laughs> Amber always gets mad at me because I forget to take the candy wrappers out of my pocket when I'm doing la- when she's doing laundry. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, because there's candy at work. and Oh. It's too hard to throw it in the trash can. That's true. That's true. <laughs> when you got pockets, it's hard to throw That's what they're for. That's right. Candy wrappers. No, um. Do you have any organization when you take your keys and your wallet and everything? I don't normally put them in my pocket. My wallet's always in my back, normally in my back right pocket, but my phone's too big to put in my pocket comfortably, and my keys are on a like a lanyard. Yep. So, Speaking of lanyard, Gable loves lanyards. Gable. Weird weird topic there. Lanyard. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so that was, that was a good one. Thanks, Gable, for that one. Fantastic um, impression there. As always, Samuel Hester asked, if you were in court, which Disney character would you want to be your lawyer? That's a good question from from Samuel. That's a good one. He, I think he said maybe Flynn Rider, because um, you can get out of a lot with Flynn. But uh, that's, that's a good answer, quite honestly. The genie. The genie. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a real good one. Um, 
Because he's funny. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> you know, I was I was thinking Baymax would probably be horrible because he'd just say say it like it is. He could bust you out of there. He could. Um, let me think here. I might go with um Hmm. Trying to think of of Disney movies. Mickey Mouse. You know, that's that's a pretty classic one. That's hard to go wrong with. Pete's hard to go wrong with, I think. Pete. I think Pete would make a good lawyer. He'd be mean. Yeah, it's true. You'd be corrupt. Yeah, but you get off. <laughs> um, ooh, I keep coming back to Flynn Rider. That's a real good one. Uh, maybe, maybe Timon and Pumbaa. I like that. Why? Because they're funny. Because <laughs> they're funny. Because you're funny, guys. No, but I mean, uh, Pumbaa would be good at. Pum- which one's Timon's a meerkat? I'm sorry, Timon would. Would he's he's a good uh, negotiator. I think that Timon would be good. Genie would just be like, snap his fingers, get me out of there. Yeah, that's, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. All right. Uh, the next question comes from Connor Roth. It says, have you ever been on a really boring family trip? Uh, if so, where did you go? Uh, that's an interesting question from Connor. A really boring family trip? Um, uh, blah, 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 blah. I've been on some, you know... Like, there was one time when we were going camping or something, and my parents wanted to stop at random historical markers <laughs> on the way or something, and we stopped in, like, this old house, and we walked through it, and I was like, okay. Okay. Did you fun. literally do that? The whole time. The whole okay. Every, every room in the house. That wouldn't have been boring. <laughs> if I were with you, wouldn't have been boring. With my family, it's boring. No, so that's one that pops into my I head. I can't really think of one where I was just like, oh, this is boring. We've had some that really kind of didn't work out. Like, we went up to the, the mountains one time to camp, mm-hmm. and it just rained yeah. the entire time. Yeah, we've had and we were we've filthy. Those. Yeah, that's... Those so we went down to the hotel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> when you walked into the hotel, you were like, okay. Okay. <laughs> that's right. Now we're cooking. <laughs> All right. Matthew asks, Iron Man or Captain America? Captain America. I'm going Captain America. You don't know too. anything about him. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I remember from the 90s Spider-Man animated <laughs> series that he was pretty legit. <laughs> You hit the mic again. I hit the mic. Sorry, Mike. I mean, Steve the mic. <laughs> Steve the mic. It's an inside joke. That's that's what he named the mic. I don't, this is just off the rails. Will Harris asked us on Facebook, uh, what do you think makes a good hymn? And, you know, we've kind of touched on that today, but I, honestly. What about a good her? Now, we got to be equal here. <laughs> okay, Garrett. <laughs> uh, what makes a good hymn is the uh, if there's a bass lead. And no, <laughs> gotta have that bass lead, a high tenor part. Yeah, right, right, and an alto uh, echo there in there. No, I think um, kind of like the hymn we talked about earlier. If you got words that are powerful and music that goes with those words um, and complements it, music that complements and allows you to to really appreciate the words that are being spoken. That's that's what makes a good hymn. What makes a good song. Um, that people like to sing that that has to do with music, but that's not what we're there to do. So yeah, that's that's what I'd say. Make a good I don't one. have anything to add to that. I mean, you, you I hit, hit the nail. You, on you the hit head. the nail on the head. All right, Seth Rigsby asked, Toyota or Honda? <laughs> <laughs> if you had to choose one, which do you want? Uh, both are good, you know good quality 
family vehicles. I mean, they sure are. I can't. I mean, really. My 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 mom's family drives a lot of Toyotas. My my family does too, but they like Honda too. <laughs> they don't have anything against well, Honda. I don't know. Uh, I Honda makes a great engine. Toyota, I feel like, makes a great overall experience. But they have a lot of recall problems. Toyota, you know, they've been yeah, they've been in the news for that for you know years upon years. But I I don't know. My family's had Toyotas, so that's what I grew up with. Yeah. Arden Collins asks, can you talk in a British accent? Garrett? Putting you on the spot. I can't. I'm horrible at it. I'm horrible at talking in a southern Alabama accent. Might? Oh, wait, that's Australian. That's, that's Australian. Nope, I can't. Apparently not. Can't even get it right. <laughs> Let's see. What's British? Um, oh, dear. No, I can't. Arden, can you talk in a British accent? That's right. We'll have to have her call the episode. Uh, call call the episode. Call the show next Call time. on in. We won't be here. <laughs> That's right. Call my phone. I'll hang up on you. All right. So that, those are all the questions. We really appreciate those. Um, Arden, I'm sorry to disappoint, but neither one of us can really do a British accent. I'm surprised you can't do a British accent, Garrett. I can't. I, I can't. Don't even, I don't even know any British words. <laughs> <laughs> they talk in English. You just have no a certain way. dialect. No. Yeah, I know. They're from England. Well, had, what about French people? They talk in French fries. That was a horrible joke. That was not even worthy of Cut the that. episode. <laughs> <laughs> that was awful. <laughs> All right. Compelling contemplation <laughs> for the episode. Um, I don't know how else to say this, buddy. But this is something I've thought about many, many times. And it is that... I hate car washes. What? I hate them. Yeah, the like the ones where you get where you pay and the the big spinning sponge comes at you I and there's them. there's I mean it's cool with the colors and everything, but those things are straight terrifying. Th- there is a metal object coming towards you and if something were to go wrong, I mean it could like crash through your windshield. I'm not following you on this one. <laughs> You're not following me on no. this. No. I love car washes. <laughs> They make me nervous every time I get I get filled with anxiety when I'm in them because I think it's because I'm I'm in my car but I have absolutely no control over the car. All you have car. to do is open the door. You just get wet and roll out, and then everybody's like, "Why did you jump out of your car?" <laughs> oh, is that all? <laughs> all you do is get out of your car and you get wet, and then people ridicule you. Yeah, but no, the uh, five what is it? The five minute car wash or whatever here beside uh, Chick Fil A here in Athens. That I one. go to that one all the time. They do great. They do great work, and uh, I really appreciate them letting me stay there. Your armpits come out all sweaty when you get out. No, <laughs> I, it's not that much anxiety. I just don't enjoy the process of going through there. Just personally, I love car washes. They, how how can you love that? You have no control. You can't see where you're going. Your if life you, is not in danger. What it could be if one what? of those if one of those things crashed out. What if it's your life rusted? could be in danger if a semi truck <laughs> flies into your lane and crushes you, but they don't have anxiety driving down the road. That is completely against the point. I'm just <laughs> kidding. No, it's a bad point. <laughs> no, but I just don't. I don't enjoy them. I truly don't. Okay. And that was my compelling contemplation. That was if compelling. you're on my side, you know, like hit us up or something. No uh, one's going to be on your side. Everyone likes car washes. That is not true. Yeah, it is true. No. It yes, is. it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> no, it's not. 
All right. So do you have anything else to add to the episode? No. Okay, so we're going to end it right now. So check out the vlog. Um, we'll, we'll add some more content uh, to the YouTube channel here, uh, you know, when we can. But I thought it would be fun to do a vlog, and people seem to show interest in it. So check that out on YouTube. It will be coming out soon. Hey, guys. How you doing? I'm waving at the camera, but uh, we want to thank Katie for her excellent work writing and playing our music on the show. And thank you for uh, helping me pick out a topic. Uh, it was pretty funny. I thought. So you do a fantastic job for the show. And we really appreciate it. We want to thank our friend Kevin for helping us record the songs. We want to thank Justin and Steven for f providing us with jokes each episode. That's a, that is a that is something that I type every, or that's at the bottom of every episode. Justin, you didn't, you didn't help us out this week. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. We want to thank our team for their hard, selfless work and expertise. Uh, and that would be our head producer and editor, Caleb, head graphic designer, Corbin, assistant producer, Joshua, and our voiceover artist, Justin. And, uh, you know, Gabe will contribute, so I'll give him a quick shout out. No, as well. he doesn't. Yes, he do Yes, he does. Oh. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I personally want to thank you, Garrett, for doing this You're with welcome. me. And again, we apologize that we've been on a hiatus here. It wasn't uh, intentional, but oh, thanks. Hiatus. 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 <laughs> I'm going to name my kid Atus so I can go, Hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so episode 22 is in the books. And, uh, you know, let's <gasps> live this this week and the coming month uh, with uh, Christ in our hearts and uh, him in our minds and to truly be the example that we should be. Stay upside up in this upside down world, and we'll talk at you next month. Take care, good people. Thanks for listening. Leave a comment on iTunes, subscribe on YouTube, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. Pausing the audio. Take your hands off the, the cords if you could, because it's, hey, it's hey. feedback. You hear hey. that? That keeps happening. No. Okay. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> sound like a whale. <laughs> if whales beatboxed. <laughs> My big boss's name is Mike Lee. Mike Lee? Yeah. Like Stanley, but with a mic? Yeah, exactly. What if Stanley had a mic? Huh? I don't know. I thought it was profound, and then I said it. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty Maybe cool. one of the dumbest things you've ever said. Yep. Can I go swimming in your fish tank? <laughs>